Hello and welcome to this special edition of Slaughter and Mace Tax News Podcast, hosted by Zoe Andrews, PSI Council and Head of Tax Knowledge, and myself, Tanya Felling, Tax PSI Council. To celebrate the rebranding of the podcast, after almost three years, we started in July 2020, Zoe agreed that I could ask her a few questions about her career in tax and at Slaughter and May. So I've heard that this month is actually the 20th anniversary of um, you working at Slaughter and May. So a lot must have changed since then. What was it like when you began at the firm in 2004? So much has changed uh, since I joined then. Uh, some things for the better, like flexible working um, and improved technology. Um, but other things have got worse, such as the size and complexity of the tax legislation. But then also um, at the firm in the uh, Slaughter and Mace Tax Department, there have been lots of changes, haven't there? We have had two new partners recently, Charles Osborne and Sarah Osprey. And then during your time, you must have seen so many associates and trainees coming through the department. Yes, I mean, it's always a pleasure to see um, everyone finding their path. Uh, it's interesting to see different uh, people's journeys because tax lawyers seem to go on to do all manner of things, not just tax, some of them um, including really creative occupations. Um, and for those who decide to stay in tax, it's always a pleasure for me to see them again at talks and industry events. You mentioned industry events. Tell me about the time that someone recognised your voice. Oh, yeah, that was funny. At a conference I attended, one of the uh, podcast listeners actually recognised my voice. I felt really famous. Um, but this relates to some other changes I wanted to talk about. And what are those? Well, changes in technology and changes to the PSL role. So advances in technology now mean uh, that we can communicate our insights to a wider audience using our blog platform, our podcasts and social media. And I never imagined 20 years ago that I would be recording podcasts. But that also then points to a change in the PSL role. Well, yes, definitely. At the start, uh, the role was more internally focused. I was keeping the tax department up to date with current awareness, um, including summarising important cases and HMRC publications. But over time, the role has taken on more of an external focus, sharing my knowledge and expertise with a wider audience, participating in working groups and committees, speaking at conferences and webinars and writing Tax in the City for Tax Journal, writing blog posts um, and, of course, recording our tax news podcasts. And out of those um, external publications that you do, which is the one that you like the most? Well, tiny the podcast, of course. <laughs> well, that, that is a good answer. And I've certainly come to enjoy uh, doing the podcast, although at the start it was um, a bit of a struggle as so I found it quite difficult to listen back to my own voice. It really does sound very different on a recording. But one thing um, that you missed out in relation to your internal responsibilities um, is training that um, we organize or lead um, and we also attend a lot of training. Is there anything that stands out? Well, it's always most enjoyable when there ends up being like a proper discussion um, with, with hearing views from different people um, and different arguments and different levels of experience. Um, online training during the pandemic uh, was particularly challenging. Um, and then moving to hybrid setups with more flexible working following the pa pandemic gave us a few technological teething issues, but I think we've got there now. Um, I still recall that session. Do you remember when we had that really wide table, board, boardroom style, I think they called it, and the, the microphone wasn't working for people at home so they couldn't hear and you ended up having to climb onto the table and climb across <laughs> nobody knew what you were doing you're trying to switch the microphone on yes yeah I, I do I do remember that that was possibly not me at my most graceful but um I also fondly recall a session and I think that was in December 2022 
when we were covering a theatre tax relief case and um, the discussion of um, whether an annual Christmas show qualified for the relief. And now we just uh, try to watch the trailer for the show, which was quite amusing. I know that reminds me a bit of the uh, VAT classification cases, which tend to amuse um, and which I've used to try and convince non-tax lawyers that tax is fun. Yeah, I, I wonder how successful that was. It's usually that if the success ends once the Jaffa cakes are eaten. But um, <laughs> I expect during the last 20 years there were also quite a few changes in your personal life. Oh, definitely. I got married, had two children who are now teenagers. I acquired a dog and I've taken up yoga. Yeah, I remember when your dog started to join video calls during the pandemic and I still really enjoy when um, he does that. It's very cute. But you forgot to mention that um, you're also quite the bookworm, although maybe that's not really a change. Uh, no, not, not really. I've always liked to read. Yeah, but um, I guess so much so that you've been instrumental in keeping the tax book club alive for a number of years now. Uh, we should clarify that we don't read tax uh, books. Um, we, we, we read a mixture of fiction and, and non-fiction. Um, there was a suggestion that we should read tax books, but we hit that on the head fairly, fairly early on. Uh, we meet every four to six weeks, and books are voted on by the members, so it's a good way to explore something you wouldn't otherwise read. But it's not very formal. It's more of a social event, really. Everyone's invited, even if they haven't read the book or not read it in full, because we usually end up just having a more general discussion on the themes of the particular book and anything that's related. And we get to eat, have a nice lunch as well. Yes, and uh, that we don't necessarily have to have read the book or have read the book in full is um, quite good for me because I'm generally one of the delinquents in that respect. And I, I do admit that I'm currently behind on my reading for the tax department book club. Oh, but is that because you're still working your way through this fantasy series you've told me about? Uh, well, very possibly. Um, actually, when we first discussed this special edition of the podcast, I thought I would tell you about how that series reminds me of the um, OECD's International Tax Reform Project, at least um, why Pascal Santamar was still leading it. But um, well, as I then saw it, um, the series was following mainly one man on a quest to unite different nations to fight in a final battle against evil, in relation to the OECD's tax reform project, that would then be um, tax avoidance. But um, having read further on through my fantasy series, the plot has become more complicated and now, in my view, a little too dark for such a metaphor. <laughs> Your fantasy sounds a bit more like doing um, tax research, where you go down one route and then you get kind of lots of plot twists and then you end up somewhere completely different. Yes, and is, uh, is that sort of what you, what you enjoy about tax, the research and coming to different answers and getting to grips with legislation? Uh, well, yes. I mean, I've certainly had to get to grips with something, uh, some quite complex and lengthy legislation in my time here. Um, at the moment, it's Pillar 2, uh, but I won't say any more on that, as I know everyone else is grappling with it too. Uh, but in previous years, there have been other significant uh, developments which brought their own challenges, such as FATCA. I mean, reading the US legislation and guidance was particularly painful. Um, BEPS and DAC 6 before most of it was axed. Well, I certainly remember DAC 6, and there was still quite a bit of thinking to be done in relation to the UK's replacement um, mandatory disclosure rules. But that's the beauty of tax, and that's why I've done this job for so long. Um, it's very intellectually stimulating and challenging, constantly developing, and it's great to be a part of that, never a dull day. Well, sometimes I think I wouldn't mind a dull day. But let's see what the rest of the day brings. And um, as we're at the end of this special edition of the Tax News Podcast, for our listeners, I hope you're having as dull or exciting a day as you're in the mood for. And if you'd like to hear more from Zoe and me, please subscribe to the podcast.
Following the rebrand, um, text news is a show within the Slaughter and May podcast channel, and you should be able to subscribe either directly to the show or to the channel overall, although exactly how that works um, might differ depending on where you listen to your podcasts. Further insights from the Slaughter and May uh, tax department can be found on the European tax blog, www.europeantax.blog, and you can follow us on Twitter at Slaughter and May Tax. Mm-hmm.